are listening to the Business of Basketball podcast, starring M.T. Armstrong, Independent Raw, the podcast that takes you from the blacktop all the way to the boardroom. Now, we're not here to debate whether LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan, nor are we here to talk about such and such should be traded for such and such. We're here to talk about the business of basketball and all the money that's generated from it. So without further ado, put your hands together for Mr. M.T. Armstrong. Welcome to the Business of Basketball podcast from the black top to the boardroom. Hey, this is uh, M.T. Armstrong, a.k.a. Coach 1891, and I got my main man from the East Coast, Independent Rob. What's good, Rob? What's good, T-Man? How you feeling today, brother? Man, I'm feeling excited. Rob, do you realize that basketball is about to return, come back into our lives? How you feel about that, man? Mm. Mixed. To be honest with you, I'm mixed about it. I have mixed modes. Obviously, you know, I'm excited to see basketball back. But because of the pandemic that we're in the middle of, and it's obviously not over, I'm concerned. So on one end, I'm excited. But on another end, there's concerns. That's pretty much how I feel. Got it. And I think that's fair to, I think that's definitely fair to say. The most interesting thing is that the brand that's bringing basketball back to us is not one of the four made, is not the major basketball brand in the United States. It's the TBT, the basketball tournament, I believe running into their uh, seventh TBT tournament will be the first form of high level basketball back to the marketplace. And that's going to be our topic today. We're going to be talking about the the basketball tournament, talk about what is the, you know, uh, what's the business model of the basketball tournament? What makes the basketball tournament different? You know, and the success they've had so far, the market acceptance, and uh, what is the future of the basketball tournament? Okay, but hold on, hold on to you. For those listeners that have no idea of what the basketball tournament is. Can you just briefly explain exactly what the basketball tournament is? Let me take a sip of my morning green purple (laughs) beverage here. Okay. (laughs) Got a little kale, collard green cucumbers, celery, and uh, mixed berries. It's the morning go-to. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So... (laughs) The basketball tournament is a uh, in what they call an open application single elimination tournament. It's a winner-take-all tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started off offering five hundred thousand dollars winner-take-off, and now it's expanded to a two million dollar uh, winner-take-all tournament, which is now broadcast on ESPN. This year, because of the pandemic, because they are going into a bubble, and they're not and the format is 24 teams instead of 64 teams, the Mm -hmm. pot's only a million dollars. As we progress in the podcast, we'll definitely uh, jump into the details because they've done some really innovative things on so many levels. And I think that's one of the reasons why people are very excited about the future 
of the basketball tournament. I really like the concept behind the basketball uh, tournament. And when you, when you think about the history of the basketball tournament, I think, and I've shared this with you before, that the basketball tournament actually, uh, the arrival of the basketball tournament actually um, is a, deline a delineation, a separation, a stop of one era and the beginning of another era, era in what we call uh, street ball. Um, the point I'm effort to make is that uh, we had decades of we had decades of street ball until street ball, uh, as they like to say, came mainstream with and one. Uh -huh. But it's interesting. Happen interesting happened. And one intro start introducing um, um, money. They start giving out a hundred thousand dollars to people uh, to uh, uh, to compete for a hundred thousand dollar contract, and then. Uh, in 2013, it was, I believe it was 2013, they came back and they offered a winner takeoff tournament for $100,000. And after that, the TB came on the scene and they offered $500,000. There's one street ball tour after that, which was Ball Up. And we haven't seen a street ball tour then. And from my opinion, the TBT has pretty much owned summer basketball as far as the uh, the buzz and the talk. Everyone's talks about the TBT now. Now, let me ask you this, Rob. Mm -hmm. If you have if you had a great idea like the TBT and you're out there talking to investors and you're getting interest and you're starting to get some traction, let's say with an ESPN. And ESPN said, hey, we like this idea. You're just getting started. We want to own the right to broadcast. We want to own the exclusive rights to broadcast this concept, concept for the life of the concept. Is that a deal you would sign up for? No, not at all. Because well, you said that quick. Yeah, not at all. Because we're we're in an era where actually we need the ESPNs and so forth and so forth less than what let's say 20 years ago because of the internet you have the opportunity to be your own ESPN via internet so I couldn't see me giving somebody rights to it and you know because because now it's, it's all about what game are you playing? Are you playing a long game or are you playing a short game? Mm -hmm. So now if you're playing a long game, you're going to say no because you're thinking 10 years, 20 years, 30 years out of line. Mm -hmm. If you're playing a short game and you're saying, hey, man, I need some money right now and that check looks good. And I say the check, let's throw a number out there, $2 million, something like that. That $2 million look good. But what is that $2 million going to look like in 10 years when you don't have the rights to something that you created mm -hmm. see and when we look at things the creation and getting it up is the hard part get join the interests join the mm -hmm. fans that's the hard part mm -hmm. it's easy for somebody with money to come in and throw a number at you and take what you created but at the end of the day that's your baby 
Mm. So, you know, so you have to protect your baby and stuff like that. Like, you know, would I be interested in some type of partnership? Then based off, yeah, depending on what the numbers look like and what we're talking about in terms of partnership, meaning what do I have to give up for you to become a partner with me? Mm-hmm. But other than that, when you have a platform such as a TBT, you know, like I said, you can be looking to, hey, man, we can do our own little thing here. Mm-hmm. You know, we can we can we can do our own and we don't need these guys at all. I mean, you can be looking at not not doubt, you know, not criticizing their decision to go with ESPN, because obviously I don't know what the deal consists of that they have with T, uh, ESPN. But however, no, not nothing that's going to give up exclusive rights. Not at all. And from a business standpoint, as and as a businessman, um, building a uh, independent basketball franchise, and that's what we promote. We're here to promote people to um, jump into the game of basketball, to build basketball business, to uh, to uh, and walk this journey with us as we learn more about the business of basketball from the blacktop to the boardroom. Yes, sir. That's um, right. Because. You're going to have to navigate Sharkfield waters. That was a good that that was a great white because uh, the founder of TBT had that opportunity presented to him. A great white came up and said, "Hey, I love this idea. I'll back you, but I want broadcast rights for, for uh, was it perpetuity forever?" And that was a great decision, a really great decision on his part.